Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back to another episode of Kane Collects. Hope you enjoyed the podcast so far. Remember, if you've missed any episodes, you can always go back and uh, look at uh, or listen to any episodes that you've missed. I, we've talked a lot of stuff on the uh, podcast, and we're into 2024, uh, into the second month of 2024 now. And football season is wrapping up, and so I wanted to. And baseball season starting pretty soon, spring training at least. And I wanted to get in. Uh, well, you know, one of the uh, local card shop owners who does a lot of baseball at his shop, and that's the owner of Rochester Sports Cards and Memorabilia, Steve Makowski. Steve, thanks for coming back on the podcast. Hey, good to talk to you again. Yeah, it's definitely good to talk to you again. It's been a while since uh, a minute since we got uh, got back together here to talk some sports cards and hobby and everything like that. Uh, like I mentioned, football season is officially over now. The Super Bowl is done. We had a we had a pretty decent good ride there with the Lions, Steve. And I'm wondering how did that uh, how did that work for you in the shop and with Lions pride and Lions fever? Did uh, did you sell a lot of Lions cards? Was it just or football cards in general? Yeah, so uh, football cards been pretty solid this year. Both uh, um, the NFL license stuff through Panini, we sold a lot. Uh, we kind of felt that the Lions would be good. You know, we bought into the hype over the summer and looked at the progression that they did. So we had gone out and bought a ton of rookie cards of uh, Hutchinson and uh, Amon Ra last summer when during the off season, sometimes you could find a lot of deals. And then we bought a lot of rookie autographs of both of those guys too. So we started out the season with probably over 150 rookie or rookie patch autos combined of those guys. And we were sold out of those, you know, before the middle of the season. So we had a little bit harder time trying to find deals to restock. And, you know, we made sure we had stuff uh, on the shelves because everybody wanted a Hutchinson and a Amon Ra autograph card this year. Um, a lot of the Hutchinson stuff, we had U of M licensed product too so um but the lion stuff sold really really well and then you know who would have known the first round picks were uh 
two for two there with Gibbs and Laporta. And same thing, everybody wanted their rookie cards and then uh, autographs as the season went on. Laporta was kind of solid at the start. And Gibbs got solid later on as he developed into his role. So football was good. We sold a lot of uh, signed memorabilia too. So we had uh, helmets and mini helmets in for all those guys. We had framed photos. And I think of all of those guys total, we have maybe, we had the biggest stock of Hutchinson and we might have a couple signed 1620s of Hutchinson left and that's about it. So yeah, football was solid. Um, you know, I grew up in the Detroit area and was at that Dallas Cowboys playoff game in, you know, January of 92. And I was at the um, Sterling Sharp playoff game in January of 94. So I've been a long time Lions fan. So it was great to see and enjoy this year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a while. You you mentioned those years in the past, but I mean, to some people, they never, they don't even know what you're talking about. Because, <laughs> you know, they grew up with only knowing Lions if they make the playoffs, they're not winning the game. And because through this whole run, you know, you've heard it mentioned how many times they haven't won a playoff or won the division in 30 years and all that stuff, playoff game in 30 years. So to have them be good, I, I assumed that was definitely, I, I figured it was going to be really good for uh, local card shops like yourself selling, you know, uh, singles and even boxes, just maybe chasing the rookies, like you said, because those guys kind of came on a little bit later. Laporta start off good, but Gibbs a little bit later. Would you say with Michigan football being so good this year, you mentioned Hutchinson and the Lions being so good this year, was this past Christmas one of your like, you know, better Christmases as far as because you mentioned the memorabilia and stuff like that, too? Yeah, no, it was solid for uh, for those guys, for sure. Yeah, it was a really, really good year. And and on the card side, because Tops has now come out with their Bowman University line where they've gotten licensing for most of the colleges. So, I mean, we had product that had, you know, live uh, uh, JJ autos, Quorum autos, uh, you know, lots of their rookie cards, too. So we sold a ton of the uh, Bowman Chrome University football hobby boxes. That was something that uh, um, was a solid product by Tops, and we kept it in stock as long as we could, reorder it every chance that we could from them, and um, it sold the whole time, and people, you know, by the time we got to January, we didn't have any more of those guys' rookie cards in stock anymore. And they went from us selling them at a couple dollars a piece to, you know, six, eight, ten dollars is what those things were going for, just for base rookies. So yeah, definitely uh, crazy with both, you know, two different schools being or two different programs being good at the same time. Yeah. Um, so like when you mentioned you picked up a lot of Hutch stuff and St. Brown stuff in the off season, you kind of just, you know, predicting, thinking, Hey, these guys are going to sell. The team's going to be good. These guys will be good. The rookies, how do you go about that as an owner? You know, cause you don't know when the cards aren't out yet. You know? So it's like, what do you, how do you stock up on inventory or predict or find out, you know, what to keep, try to keep up ahead with, you know, demand. So it's actually a little bit easier now because we're still in some COVID delays. So really stuff in the college uniforms isn't very attractive, especially if you look at this year's Lions rookies. People didn't really want stuff uh, in an Alabama uniform for Gibbs or uh, Iowa uniform for Laporta. Um, you know, really the college uniform stuff that we've sold recently of recent players has been, 
you know, the Michigan players this year with the NIL Bowman University. But in the past, it's been Hutch and then Kenneth Walker stuff in uh, Michigan and Michigan State uniforms have sold. So we really couldn't do a lot of pre-buying before the season started because there wasn't really significant NFL license stuff out there. So, you know, as it went along, um, you know, people brought collections in and, you know, we were able to, um, you know, network with some out-of-town stores and collectors and do some trades of, you know, in-town guys for out-of-town guys. And yeah, so fortunately we didn't have to do a lot of that. Um, I'll just tell you uh, um, in the past, we've had severe uh, discounts on, let's say, Eric Ebron autographs, uh, um, carry on Johnson, nice yeah. guy, just didn't work out, had some injuries, Swift got traded. So it's uh, that type of investing isn't for the faint of heart. And I'm sure a lot of the collectors know too, because a lot of the, a lot of collectors were buying those guys and all of a sudden they're out of town. Hawkinson also, we didn't really have a lot of Hawkinson stuff because yeah. it wasn't quite clear where the lines were going at that point. And, you know, obviously he's a really solid tight end, but yeah, so we didn't really have to make that choice on Gibbs and Laporta early because there wasn't anything out there. Yeah, and then, you know, you mentioned guys not panning out or guys getting traded or hurt or whatever. I mean, that's part of the, the real-life game and also the game of hobby collecting. So you just don't know what's going to happen. And uh, uh, collect responsibly, people. Collect responsibly within your means, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On that one, I say RIP to all the Wander Franco collectors out there. I mean, uh, yeah, but... exactly. Holy cow. I mean, talk about some big losses for some people. Um, $1,000 you know bowman crow models that you know are selling for a hundred dollars a piece now yeah and before i do want to get into baseball because uh you know pitchers and catches are reporting spring training is going to start soon here but you mentioned something earlier about the bowman chrome uh you the autographs and things like that with fanatics and panini kind of going head to head here and basically signing different athletes in the same sports that where they only can sign for certain products. How does that affect you? How do you think that affects the hobby? Is that a good thing for the hobby? Cause now I'll just mention like CJ Stroud, right? He is a fanatics athlete. And so he only signs for their product and Anthony Richardson is signed with Panini. So he only signs with their product. How does that, how does that affect the hobby in your opinion? Is it a good or bad thing? Um, so from a strictly from a store standpoint, it's not the greatest because people want to be able to buy a variety of products and have a chance to get autographs from all the guys. Um, so certain football products have sold really well this year. Those are the ones that generally have uh, the parallel cards, the prisms, for example, that uh, um, have value to it where they don't require an autograph. But some of the products like certified football or Phoenix football from Panini that, you know, rely a lot on the autos and the auto rookie auto patches, they haven't demand has not been as heavy on those. So from a store standpoint, it's probably, you know, hurt us a little bit, hurt our profitability. And, you know, we're just going to have to live with that, be aware as we order product and price product and just, you know, figure out how things are going to work out here. With the licenses switching here in the next, you know, 12 to 24 months on NBA and NFL, you know, all that's going to shake out. And that stuff's been experienced before, right? In 2015, I mean, as long as cards have been around, guys have had exclusive deals, 
uh, indeed, you know, even before autographs, right? Uh, you know, there's a play, you know, Mickey Mantle didn't have a 55 or 54 or 55 uh, tops baseball card because he was exclusive to Bowman at, at the time that was a separate company. Jack Eichel didn't have autographs in 2015 Upper Deck products because he had signed a contract with Leaf. So, you know, we just got to be aware from a business standpoint, from a collector standpoint, it's kind of disappointing that they can't get a rookie patch auto in an NFL uniform of CJ Stroud. Um, they get one in a college uniform, um, but uh, um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of my next question is like, so you can't get one, a pro one of CJ Stroud. Does that make the college stuff more desirable? Because that's where you can get a CJ Stroud autograph. You can't get one in the pro stuff right now, right now, at least. Um, yeah. I mean, there weren't, I'm trying to think he may have had some autographs still in the prism draft picks product or one of the draft picks products this year before that deal got solidified. He may have signed some stickers for Panini, but really there's not even a really great college card uh, for him with an autograph on it right now. I know leaf had put him into some earlier products, but those weren't fully licensed. Those were, you know, Photoshop cards with no logos. And, you know, so you would have been in a red and white uniform. So, yeah, it is. It's a downer from the collector standpoint that they can't get, you know, what they want. Yeah. I mean, well, switching to basketball a little bit, Webb and Yama, like you can't get his auto stuff in Panini stuff, but you can in the Bowman stuff, uh, the Bowman U stuff, right? And it's yeah, not the chase right. Anymore. Yeah, those crazy, uh, you know, the first card I ever signed thing that uh, yeah. Cops had a big party for. Um, with that uh, refractor out of 99. So, yeah, and so the same thing I said about football, uh, certain basketball products that are NBA licensed, uh, you know, Prism and Optic and Mosaic, those are all doing well because, and will do well because of the refractor or Prism parallels. But, yeah, from a collector standpoint, not being able to get an autograph out of it, you know, is a bummer. And, you know, these companies, they'll, they'll work through the licensing and whatever lawsuits they have with each other. And at the end of the day, you know, hopefully things hash out in a couple of years, but there's always going to be a company looking to gain a little foothold and, uh, you know, sign an athlete to some sort of exclusive deal. And those deals are getting more expensive because Fanatics has deep pockets. So, you know, they're making sure they're getting most of those guys signed and going to have them in the fold. And um, they have a, you know, a robust memorabilia business too, with photos and baseballs and footballs and helmets and pucks for the guys to sign also. So, you know, at some point in time, you know, they're, they're big and they're going to uh, control that. One last uh, football question for you. So since the lines were so good this year, and the leader of that offense and that team was Jared Goff. Uh, but he didn't start out as a Lion. You know, like we're talking these rookies, the guys that Lions drafted. Jared Goff drafted by the Rams. How does that – when you see collectors buying stuff, does that deter them at all, that fact that his rookie card is not in a Lions uniform? Or is that, you know, it doesn't matter because they just want his rookie card and he's a Lion now? Or it, any, it doesn't have to be just Jared Goff, but any player. It definitely deters some people, does for it? sure. Right? When a, when a player changes teams – um, you can see demand for those cards uh, be different. Even certain Major League Baseball players, vintage cards, right, where you have guys that played for a couple different teams, it can impact uh, people wanting to chase certain cards, right? There might be certain 
collectors that only want, you know, Frank Robinson in an Orioles uniform. They don't want any of his older cards in a Cincinnati Reds uniform, for example. Goff, we had some, you know, a lot more inexpensive rookie cards of his that sold, but we weren't going to go out and try and find, you know, deals on rookie patch autos of him in a Rams uniform because they just don't sell as well in the Detroit market. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I was always curious about that. I mean, obviously, you know, and a lot of our listeners know I'm a Michael Jordan PC guy. And the Jordan collector is a very funny collector. There's different tiers of different brackets of Jordan collectors. Some will not touch wizard stuff. I, I used to be kind of like that, but now I've opened it up tomorrow. Where like, you know what? When he was a wizard, he was actually playing because there's so many upper deck cards out there. And you know this of Michael Jordan cards they made when he was literally not even playing anymore. And, you yeah. know, when he was really retired, either retired or after he was retired. And some of those cards are really sought after, but he's in a Bulls uniforms. And it's just weird because he wasn't even playing. But yeah, I think I have some sort of a clear authentics, like insert parallel of him in a Wizards uniform. And, you know, I looked it up. It's a $30 card. Yeah. yeah. So some of the Wizards stuff doesn't sell. And then just like the other sports, the college stuff, it's, you know, it's Michael Jordan's still worth a decent amount, but just not as much as in a Bulls uniform for a lot of his stuff. So, yeah, we had a couple North Carolina autographs in the case. And again, that's, you know, they sell their, they're less expensive for sure. But, uh, you know, and they're less expensive because you don't have as many people that are looking for them. Yep, exactly. Supply and demand. So let's get into it. Like I mentioned earlier, baseball season, football season is over now. We're going to get ready for baseball season. And uh, Tops has a pretty cool concept hobby rip night uh, that you're going to be partic- participating in at the shop. Can you let the listeners know what that's about and uh, what you're doing for on that night? Yeah, so a lot of stores, and we've done this before Tops came up with the Rip Night concept, have done trade nights. So basically, have an event, uh, you know, give out some free snacks, pizza, drinks to customers, and let them come in. And um, you know, stores would offer deals, and then they can find different uh, you know collectors and you know try and trade, buy and sell, and we allow all that to happen in the store. Um, we're a fairly, you know, large store compared to a lot of the stores in the area. Um, we got 2000 square feet, a whole bunch of tables that we normally have set up for gaming where people can, you know, almost kind of have their own little, uh, card show with their binders and, you know, we'll get all, all the sports, you know, uh, plus, you know, soccer, all four sports, soccer, um, Pokemon, you know kids and adults in trying to trade. So we've we've done that for a while. What Tops did is they decided to uh, have a more formalized rip night where all of their direct stores are offered a chance to participate in this event. And then Tops also then offers us a chance to buy some discounted product to be able to either give that product away or sell it at a much uh, lower price point during the event. So they, uh, they, you know, and they're providing t-shirts, they provided swag bags in the past. Uh, uh, we had some rip night packs when we did the first tops rip, rip night in September. Um, we're getting some more packs for this time. We've gone through the years and saved up promo packs that were extras from all the manufacturers. So we have some extra Panini Player of the Day uh, NFL and NBA packs. We've got some Upper Deck Hockey Card Day packs, and we're going to be putting a bunch of uh, 
free swag bags together and giving that stuff out at our event, which is February, Saturday, February 24th. And we're doing it from 4 to 7 p.m. So Tops has kind of formalized the concept. And uh, so there's going to be a bunch of stores all around the country uh, doing this event. It's it's great. I love to see the young collectors out trying to, you know, we get young kids that want to come in and sell their cards to us. And but this is now they can sell to a different, another collector. And it's just great. And then, you know, we've had, you know, some pretty big deals go down on people trading, you know, rookie autograph cards and, you know, $500,000 cards in the store during the last event that we did. So you said that was February 24th. And what time does it start and end? Uh, we're doing ours from 4 to 7 p.m. And where are you and located? We're right in downtown Rochester, right on Main Street, uh, the first block south of University. Uh, a phone number for anyone that wants to call and just, you know, ask any other questions or just, you know, inquire. Yeah, it's the store number is 248-923-2424. All right. That's awesome. And then also uh, releasing here this week is uh, a new Tops, uh, not new Tops, but the, you know, the latest Tops product. Uh, what's that? Yeah, so we always say think spring. It always comes out in uh, early to mid-February in Top Series 1 for 2024. Their first flagship release is uh, releasing tomorrow morning. And we'll have plenty in stock. <clears throat> they always they have a hobby box, which includes either an autograph or a memorabilia card. And then they have a hobby jumbo box, which guarantees one autograph. And then uh, typically two memorabilia cards come in that box. So... It's kind of a rite of passage in spring. Um, great, great product. A lot of cards. A lot of self set builders love this, but there's a lot of other value in there. I was looking at the checklist earlier, for example, and there's some one of one cut autographs. And like on the Tigers list, you could pull a one of one cut autograph of Ty Cobb, or you know that would be amazing. And uh, Kaline and Geringer and Greenberg are in the checklist, so. Yeah, everybody, uh, a lot of collectors really love Series 1, Series 2, and the Update Series. And um, it's a good time to have this out just before the Rip Night. And, uh, yeah. At the People time yeah, we released this podcast episode, it's going to be out. So go ahead and head up Rochester Sports Cards Memorabilia or, or your local card shop and and look for them to have uh, these hobby boxes out there. And, you know, Steve just mentioned the checklist of the local, you know, Tigers or, you know, the greats that, that can, you know, that are possible in there. It's a sign of spring, like you said. What about the current Tigers on that list? Um, what rook and what other rookies are our collectors looking for that aren't Tigers? Yeah, so the main rookies are going to be uh... – Jason Dominguez and uh, Ellie De La Cruz both have their rookie cards in Series 1. They did not make the cutoff for Tops to have them in the update series. So those are going to be the main two chase guys, but there's a whole list of, of guys. There's not really any big Tigers on the list, not like, you know, in last year's Series 1, for example, Riley Green was in the list. Uh, Colt Keith does not have a official rookie card yet. He had... Uh, uh, Bowman Chrome cards and autographs previously, and we'll see if he makes it out of spring training up on the Tigers, then he could potentially have a card in series two or the update series. Um, so we'll we'll do uh during the rip night, we'll do some uh and we're still working on the products. One of the products we're gonna have is some of the 
Bowman Chrome uh, basketball blaster boxes that we'll have at a discounted price. And we'll do like a bounty program where if somebody opens that up and pulls, you know, a base Wembyama or like Caitlin Clark has cards in there, her first Bowman's in there, we'll give some sort of bounty and credit um, for the customer to be able to, you know, come back up and purchase something else that night. We did that for the last rip night. We did it for uh, uh, JJ McCarthy um, and uh, Riley Green in Top Series One. We had Top Series One blasters that we sold at a significant discount. And on some of that, Fanatics and Tops lets us do that because they offer us some of this product at you know a low cost, so we can basically sell it at the price they're offering it to us at, and you know let customers have some fun that night. That night's not about us selling our product. It's more about the collectors to come out and have some fun and rip packs. I think we had one group of kids and a, a, a dad opened pretty much a whole case of the Bowman Chrome University football blasters that we had. And they probably paid for, I don't know, 20 of the blaster boxes and the rest of them they got for free with all the um, JJ cards they had turned in oh, as part wow. of our bounty program. That's awesome. That's very cool. And it's a good way, like I said, you can get the young collectors doing it. That's like, you know, they keep coming back and getting older and collecting and, you know, repeat business, right? Yeah. And, and we know our market, right? We have a lot of high-end collectors that, you know, spend a lot of money and are looking for the big hits. But we also have a good mix of younger collectors and families that come through. Being in downtown Rochester with all the events and uh, people hanging out there, you know, both during you know the holiday season with the lights in downtown Rochester and then all summer long, um, lots of kids and young collectors come in and we try and cater to them with products that are at the price points that let them parents, you know, buy them cards and you know, not go broke. So, so you mentioned earlier Cold Keith. Um, yeah, I mean, with the whole club control thing, he's not on the checklist for the rookies. I imagine at some point he's definitely going to be called up because of the contract. Uh, but like, like I said, the, the club control, they might delay it for however how long that, you know, the numbers say that you have to, you know, for, you know, less than whatever he's got to be able to play for. So the club controls him longer. But so I so, imagine he's not going so to be just, in this, though. I'm he, thinking, I'm thinking about that right now. That may not be an issue with him because of his contract, right? Normally that's the case. Oh well, yeah, that's true. About this earlier, right? He's got a six-year contract, so yeah. So that whole more... thing, it's, yeah, you're right. I think it might be thrown out the window. I don't. Obviously, we it don't is. have his contract in front of us, but I mean, he is. They basically announced he is their going to be their second baseman. You know, barring injury, I didn't know if he was going to start opening day at second base or they're going to wait, whatever. But he is going to be the majority second yeah. starting second baseman for the Tigers. But yeah, his rookie he... card won't be in the in the uh, the first be... release. No, so a, to have. Uh... The tops policy is is to have an official rookie card. They um, have to have played in a game before. So the guys you're seeing in series one played last year, right? They for the most part they follow that. There's been a few cases in a couple of the sports where when things have gotten delayed, you know they've uh, been able to put a rookie card in. But yeah, so he could potentially be in series two, or he could be a guy in update. Another guy everybody in the hobby is waiting for is uh, Jackson Holiday, right? He's the big name seen if he's going to get called up and make the team this year. And I think he would be a guy that might be one of those early May call call-ups, right? For the reasons you explained on 
you know, player control and when they can uh, go into free agency. But that, I would expect him. This the prospecting. It's been a, a term used a lot in the hobby the last few years, especially with the the people coming back into the hobby and the new collectors in the hobbies. Uh, you can quote unquote prospect in any sport, but for baseball it seems a little bit different where it's really a wide range and you have, I mean, you have ideas who you think might be good, but we know how this is. A lot of guys don't pan out. And then there's a lot of guys that are, you never heard of, in, you know, panning out. I mean, is this what separates baseball from the other sports as far as collecting and prospecting? It, it has for a long time because it's really the sport where there have been a ton of product out there for, um, and licensed product out there for players that aren't in the, you know, the highest level yet, right? So the way the NFL model is, at least in the past, right, players were in college, um, they weren't able to sell their image in the past, so you couldn't really prospect on a college guy, and even then, you only could get them in their college uniform, where in baseball, you have guys that take four years to develop in some cases, and, but they have cards out in that pro uniform, right? They'll have some minor league cards, but those never do as well as the stuff in the pro uniform. Same thing, hockey, you've had, uh, you know, you've got some uh, uh, AHL and CHL type of minor league products, but baseball is the one where you get a, you can get a guy early on in that professional uniform and really see and there's a, I mean, you just never know, just like you said, you never know how these guys are going to end up. And, you know, the, the sure hit type of guys, you know, their cards are really, really expensive. So in some cases, I'm not sure how much room there is unless you pull it yourself, let's say to buy a Jackson holiday card right now, and then think it's going to go up. I mean, geez, he's going to have to come in and you know, hit 325 in yeah, 40 home months. The price is already built into a lot of these. We're like, yeah, they're already like Hall of Fame type players when they haven't done anything yet. You know, it's um Bobby Witt Jr. He's played a couple of years and he just signed a humongous contract. I mean, how much, yeah. you know, how cheaper can you get his card if at all? Like you mentioned Jackson Holiday, the, the big name guys are already, the price is built in and there is not a lot of room. Right. And when you look at most of the Hall of Famers, they are all, you know, early draft picks for the most part, especially these days now that, you know, the drafting and the scouting's gotten so much better than it was in the past, right? There's not this diamond in the rough or same thing in hockey, right? You don't have the Red Wings with some random scout in Sweden digging up all these European guys that the other clubs didn't do that really fueled the Red Wings run for so long. So, the prospect now, in my opinion, you have to kind of like Cole Keith is a perfect example, right? I was just after that contract was signed, I'm like, well, you know, is there anything out there? I'm going to start researching what his prices were. And I was like, holy crap, that stuff's, <laughs> you know, uh, expensive. When I looked at some trends on some of those cards, and if you were prospecting him 18 months ago, I mean, you're getting 50x return on what you, what your investment was. Yeah. And even, you know, six months ago, you're still getting a huge return on your investment. Now, you know, that upside, like you said, is there's not upside built into it. They're expecting him to be a starting second baseman and come in and play that position and play well. Yeah. But yeah. that's the that's the time where you have to find these other guys that, you know, maybe aren't as expensive and 
invest in them and see what happens. Well, the lines, so the lines run that we just had was kind of, I don't want to say expected, but kind of expected. I mean, you thought they're, yeah, they finished this last season strong. And this year they're um, Vegas favorites, odds on favorites to win the division. The Tigers, not so much, but if the Tigers made an unexpected run this spring, this summer, uh, did you expect same thing with card wise, hobby wise, like Riley Greens and Torx and people start coming in and buying their stuff as long as they're doing good? So I, I would guess that for the Tiger, I, I would have it. It would be hard for me to see the Tigers making a run without Green and or Torkelson playing well this year. So that their cards will go up. So that that could happen. Riley Green stuff is. I mean, you know, he got hurt twice. He's been hurt a few times. So there's a little bit of a question mark there. Could it? You know. There's lots of players though who've been hurt a couple times when they've been young and had great careers and gone to the Hall of Fame. So we could see that run. I think the key for the you know key for the Tigers is going to be you can win a lot of games with good pitching and they have potential. When you look at it on paper, right, they've got good pitching, good depth. You know they're not struggling to find that third and fourth, you know, uh, starting pitcher right now. As long call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. As, you know, everyone stays healthy. My fingers are crossed here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Scott Harris, their new president, and he just signed a GM this offseason. They seem to have a, a certain plan uh, of sustainability, so I don't know if that huge you know, a Prince Fielder type signing is ever going to come, but they uh, they plan on drafting and developing kind of like the Lions did. And so we'll see here. They they really like something cold Keith, right? Where they feel like, hey, we can save some money here. We lock this down because we think he's going to be a, a part of the future for, for yeah. a while. I mean, his contract, if, if he comes in place well and is a, you know, four war type of player, in a season, his contract's going to be one of the biggest deals out the biggest deals out there when you get a few years down the road, right? But uh, you know, I think it's I think it's a smart thing, and I think some teams are going to start doing this when you look at how little money that's actually costing them, right? When you look at the final number, what was it like? 
$24 million or something like that, right in that range. Um, you know, when you look at it on a per year basis, it's really not all that much. No, and he's got uh, escalators and club options and things like that where to help him make more money. But I mean, in the end, when he looked at it, he said, you know what? This helps protect me if I get injured, like Riley Green's gotten injured a couple of times. And yeah. if it's a club from super max deals that everyone else is kind of getting, which looks insane. But I mean, this is a totally different stratosphere, but like Otani's contract, right? Is you know, it's something and he actually quote unquote took a discount, you know, in the because he, he's taking money later and not now. So for whatever yeah. that's worth. He's on the Bobby Benia plan. Yeah. <laughs> contracts. I think Benia's got like one or a couple more years that he's still gonna get paid and that's it. Yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing. Well, Steve, I appreciate it. We can't wait for baseball season. It will get uh, warmer. Spring is around the corner because of the tops release. Uh, the hobby night you guys are going to be hosting. Uh, can you let people know uh, once again where you're located and when the hobby night is? Yeah, so it's uh, Saturday, February 24th, 4 to 7 p.m. We are right in downtown Rochester, right on Main Street. Um, a nice, you know, recently renovated 140-year-old um, building with a lot of space and uh, we look forward to having a lot of collectors out. There'll be free giveaways, free food, and uh, lots of support on promo packs and things that uh, Tops has been gracious enough to put a lot of marketing effort behind this for all the stores in the country and to try and you know grow the hobby overall. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, we will check back in again once we get a little bit in more into baseball season. Right now we're going to hit up uh, what the... Uh post the second half of baseball or a second half of basketball, second half of hockey. So we'll, we'll wrap again about the end of those season as well and see how, uh, how our local guys did as far as uh, collecting as it goes. Steve, I appreciate yeah. it. Good to talk to you again, King. No problem. Hey, you know, if you guys enjoy the podcast, please recommend it to a friend, a family member. Like I said, you can catch up on old episodes and things like that. Uh, Odyssey, Apple, uh, Google play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And as always, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening and keep collecting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 